This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. In your jazz studies, you probably noticed that jazz standards have a wealth of harmonic information in them. And, you know, jazz musicians don't even always stick to that harmonic information in the jazz standards. Sometimes they, you know, take a chord and they change it. They make it even more colorful. Sometimes they remove a chord. Sometimes they'll add in different chord in altogether. So... How do we go from just very basic chords, like just regular triads that you've heard of, you know, rock and pop and all that stuff, and slowly turn them into, quote unquote, jazzy chords? Well, that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode, four different levels of jazz chords, starting from incredibly basic to a lot more complex and more colorful, the kind of stuff that jazz musicians like to play in their harmony, their comping, and in their solos. Let's do this thing. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, he's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. What's up, Brent here from LearnJazzStandards.com, which is a blog, a podcast, videos, and a membership, all geared towards helping you become a better jazz musician. Uh, So thrilled, as always, to be here in your earbuds, uh, just ready to help you and serve you along in your musical journey and your journey towards becoming a better jazz improviser. And as always, we have a great show for you today. We have uh, a show that is going to, you know, talk a little bit more about harmony. You know, how do we take basic triads, basic chords, root, third, fifth, and turn them into really awesome sounding jazz music, right? The kind of chords that you would hear professional jazz musicians play. And we're also going to be looking at those in the context of a simple chord progression, a one, six, two, five chord progression. Uh, So this should be a lot of fun just to kind of, in some senses, go back to the basics in case, you know, there's some holes, you know, some things that you're missing or not understanding, but also just to kind of very clearly show how you can take a simple chord and slowly build in four steps in this case into more complex chords and some different ideas that you can start thinking about, whether you're a comping instrument like a guitar or piano, or you're just uh, a horn player and you're playing single note lines. All this stuff is applicable and can be applied. Before we jump into that, I'm just going to say that today's episode is sponsored by my LJS Inner Circle membership, which is monthly jazz standard studies and our jazz standard club. It's really fun. We learn a new etude. We, We learn the tune, of course. We do chords analysis. There's a training video and some exercises, and we all post our stuff together in the community, which is really fun. We also have premium practice programs and courses, Basics 101 courses to help fill in the gaps for you. Um, you We have a really awesome community of like-minded musicians playing all sorts of instruments. 
as well as we do a, a monthly live mastermind, which is a live Q&A call with me where I, I answer any questions anybody has about music or jazz. It's a lot of fun in there. Really, it, it truly is. When you get into the inner circle, you realize how special of a community it is. And there's just a really amazing energy around it. So if you're interested in checking that out, go to ljsinnercircle.com. See if it's the right membership for you. And then we'll look forward to having you join us. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and jump right in to these four levels of jazz chords here. I'm actually going to play some audio from a video I made around a year ago to help us out. So level one is essentially no jazz, right? But what we're going to do is we're going to take a chord progression that you will find often in jazz called the one, six, two, five chord progression. And we're going to do this in the key of G. Now, if you were a guitar player, you'll see some voicings that I'm using here. They're very simple voicings. If you're a piano player, you'll have no idea what these voicings are. If you're a trumpet player or a saxophone player, don't worry. The whole point is to know what options are available to you, not the exact voicings that I am playing. All right. So when it comes to to triads, what would be a 1625 in the key of G major? We have G major as the one chord. We have E minor as the sixth chord. We have A minor as the two chord. And of course, we have D major as the five chord. So the no jazz level one for a 1625 is just simply triads. Right? And so that's where a lot of us are starting with, or if you're a guitar player like me, maybe you're playing power chords or whatever it happens to be, or if you're a pop piano player, right? Triads is really the, the starting place. So now what we want to figure out is how can we make this sound jazzy? Because this right here, while it sounds great and it's all good, kind of doesn't have a lot of character to it and it definitely doesn't have that character that you know a lot of jazz musicians are playing so let's start adding that with level two so level two is the starting point when it comes to making chords and chord progressions sound more like jazz all right and this is where we add seventh chords seventh chords by the way are the default chords in jazz standards that uh, are kind of just what all jazz musicians will assume or go to right away now when we're talking about seventh chords all we're doing is taking a triad which is root third and fifth and we're adding the seventh on top so now when we do that we kind of get some different options on these chords in the one six two five so now we'll have the one chord being g major seven and now we'll have the sixth chord being e minor seven the two chord being a minor seven and then the important one here is the D being D7, the, the five chord being D7, a dominant seventh chord, however you want to voice that, back to the one again. So it sounds like this. Right? So already sounding a little bit jazzier just by simply taking those triads and making them into the seventh chords, which leads us to level three. Now, level three is really where we can start opening up the doors here to many, many, many different possibilities, and it would be impossible for me to cover them all, so I'm just going to be going over some of them, and level three is extensions and alterations. Now, what are extensions and alterations? Well, an extension is basically adding um, other notes on top of the seventh chord. So, for example, an extension that you could do is add the ninth. 
Now the ninth, so let's just do that to a, a G major seventh chord here. So we add the ninth to it, or I can do it an octave higher on my guitar here. That's the ninth. That is an extension, and it's the same as really thinking about it as the second tone of the scale. So it would be the second tone of the G major scale, which is, of course, A. So that's the ninth, or you could add a thirteenth top of it, right? So we have different options depending on the quality of chords. So let's start going through the 1625 with that in mind. So I'm going to go ahead and start by playing a G major 13 for the 1 chord. And then for the 6th chord, I'm going to actually turn this into a dominant 7th chord. Now this is very important. You see this happen all the time in jazz. Instead of the 6th chord being a minor chord, which it normally is diatonically, we're going to turn it into a dominant 7th chord. But I'm also going to alter that dominant seventh chord and make it a sharp nine, right? So now we're adding some spice into the mix. Not only are we turning that minor seventh into a dominant seventh chord, we're adding a sharp nine. Now the cool thing about when you turn a sixth chord or any dominant seventh chord that's resolving to another diatonic chord like the two is it makes it sound like you're tonicizing that too, making it kind of sound like a new one chord. So almost like the six is a five chord, a tension chord, resolving to that two chord. So it feels like a, a five one relationship. So we call this secondary dominance. Don't worry if you don't know about that term or anything like that. Uh, let's just focus right now on these options. So we have the G major 13 for the one chord, the uh, E7 sharp nine for the sixth chord. Now let's make this a uh, uh, A minor nine. So we're adding the nine on top here. And then let's also make the five chord a sharp nine. So now we have this. Okay, so lots of tension, lots of crunch, really getting jazzy already. Let's try something else. Now let's make that one chord a nine chord. Now let's make the six chord a flat nine, and let's make the two chord an, a, a minor eleventh chord, and let's make the five chord a flat nine, dominant seven flat nine as well. So check this out. Right, so now we have a different sound there. Instead of the sharp nine, it's a flat nine, so totally different sound. Now let's try mixing and matching a little bit. So um, I'm going to do, uh, let's do uh, a, G, a G major 13 with a sharp nine there for the sixth, and then a nine for the two chord, and then a flat nine, all right? So we have... Switch that around a little bit. Flat nine, sharp nine, flat nine, flat nine again. So we can start creating different sounds by just knowing what options we have available to us. Now we can take things a little bit further with the extensions and alterations and add more on top of them. So what we're going to do now is take all the dominant seventh chords and make them altered chords. Now, when we have altered chords, that means we're adding a bunch of altered extensions, really as many as we want on top of the chord. In this particular case, I'm going to show us playing the flat 13 and the sharp 9 on top of those dominant 7th chords. So it's going to sound like this. 
lots of tension. I'll play this in a different position on the guitar here. Right, so this is really coming from this altered scale thing, so... Right, so that tense... Right, and that's kind of the sound we're going for. So that's level three, alterations and extensions. Plenty more where that came from. Now, level four is where we can add even more jazz to this chord progression, if you will. And this is where we introduce substitutions uh, to the chord progression. So a little bit more on the chord progression side rather than the actual chord side. Now, there's so many options that we could choose from. I'm only going to go over two common ones that you will see come up time and time again. Number one is passing diminished chords. So if we have this chord progression, we're going to replace the sixth chord, the dominant sixth chord, with a sharp one passing diminished chord. Okay? So basically, we have a G major seven, a G sharp diminish seven and then the two chord and the five chord right so this sharp one diminished replaces essentially a flat nine dominant seven on the E, so an E seven flat nine is really the same pretty much as uh, a G sharp diminished seven because diminished chords are symmetrical, all right? So that's the most basic one we can do, that passing diminished instead of going to the sixth chord. Now, another really common substitution is tritone substitutions. Now, tritone substitution is simply when you are replacing one chord, not always a dominant chord, but often a dominant seventh chord, and you're replacing it with another dominant seventh chord, a tritone away. Now, a tritone, that's the sound of that. You can think of it as the sharp four, the flat five interval. So we're replacing a chord with the root a tritone interval away. So uh, let's do a classic example here. Um, this one is going to be one, six, two, flat two with a dominant seventh chord to a G major seventh. So that, that A flat seven there, that's replacing the D seven, the five chord. Why is that? A flat is a tritone away, so it's now that's pretty jazzy, right? So one more tritone substitution for an example. Let's do a tritone sub of six and a tritone sub of two. So we have G major seventh, and then we have B flat seven. So we're replacing the E seven tritone away with a B flat seven, then. A, uh, a minor seven and A flat seven to G. So now it sounds like this. Right? So that is tritone substitution. That's level four substitutions with the chord progressions.
All right, that's all for today's episode. Just want to say thank you so much for listening. Hope you found this valuable. Hope that you take action on some of the material you learned and try to find that one little thing that you learned today or that one little thing that you want to take action on and practice because, of course, knowledge without action really does not lead to much of any results. I want you to get results. As I said at the beginning of the show, uh, this episode is sponsored, of course, by the LGS Inner Circle, our membership. Do check it out at lgsinnercircle.com. See if it's the right membership for you. It could possibly be the membership, right? It could possibly be the tool that you need to really start getting motivated, to start getting on track with your practicing, to start making real progress. So I want that for you. So lgsinnercircle.com. Check it out. See if it's right for you. And then become a member. We'll love uh, to have you and we'll give you a warm welcome. Uh, We're going to be coming out with another episode next week, as always. It's going to be a great episode. I have great stuff planned coming up for the show. It's going to be exciting, so stick around. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you've never subscribed to it before, and look forward to seeing you next time. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the LJS Podcast, brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes, and don't forget to join our jazz community at LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash newsletter. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.